Good morning. There are two things that often create a lot of stress on a marriage. Number one is when panosa is difficult. When the finances are just not what you need them to be. You're not coming out. So what do you do? You try and look to see where are we spending too much. Let's see if we can cut costs. And unfortunately, the wife often becomes a sacrifice for this. Why are you spending so much here? Why are you spending so much there? Why do you have to do this? And you often end up blaming her for it. And she innocently says, well, I'm not just spending. I'm not a thrifty spender. I just need this and I need that. And because you don't understand fully her needs, so you think, well, it's just silly that you're spending on this. But it goes more than that. Ruby Shro Brog explains, Chazal tell us that a person's financial blessings comes through his wife. Now what that means is that if his wife is treated well, she thereby creates blessing in the home. She becomes a conduit for Hashem's blessing to come to you. So now watch this. A person goes and shouts at his wife for for spending too much. He blocks that pipeline of blessing to the house. But if he treats his wife well, if he's understanding to her, he doesn't shout at her, doesn't, he's not judgmental of her, then he creates blessing in the house. It's unbelievable. Instead of shouting at your wife, you should look to honor your wife more because that will bring blessing. And I've seen this so often. I've seen couples literally that will kill each other. And why do they kill each other? Because when the situation becomes very tight and uncomfortable, they look to blame. And the husband will blame the wife. You know, I'm bringing in the money. And this is what you're doing. But he's wrong. He's not bringing the money. He's doing his effort. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is blessing him through his wife. But if she feels like she's a failure. And she feels that she can never do right for him. Then Hashem says, okay. So I don't need to bring bracha to the house. Chas v'sholom. So number one, if there's a financial strain in the home, you want to create broch in the home, you have to treat her better. You have to make her feel good. Now this doesn't mean that you give your wife a credit card and say do what you like. It doesn't mean that. You can sit together and you can plan. But there's a difference between planning ahead and criticism harshly after the fact. Those are two different things and the latter should be avoided at all costs. Number two, another thing that can create a lot of strain in a marriage are children. Child gets born, you bring him up, you expect him to be the godly door at three. And what happens? So there are cracks that start to show. He's not in a good uh, schedule, he's not disciplined enough, he's not uh, davening properly. And what do you do? You turn and blame your wife. Well, you with him the whole time. You don't, You let him go to bed so late. You let him get what he wants at the shops. You're not tough enough on him. And the critique grows, and particularly in front of the child. And you think, this way I'm going to fix the child. But in fact, you're doing the opposite. In the Torah, in Pasha's Kisaitzai, it describes something called the Ben Soiru Umoira, a child, rebellious child that gets put to death for stealing and stealing from his parents, eventually murder. And it's a very fascinating parasha because Chazal tell us that there's so many conditions that never actually happened. So 
What did the Torah teach us? It's Torah, and I need to learn it from the, the Torah, the ideals and philosophy and perspectives that come out from it. One of the things Rav Hirsch points out, I saw later Chaim Kanievsky and others also say, is one of the conditions is that both the voice of the father and mother of the wayward child have to sound the same. How can they sound the same? A male and female voice sounding the same? Says Rav Hirsch, it's coming to tell us a beautiful rule about the success of a child. If the child grows up and he hears his father say one thing and his mother say a different thing, he's getting mixed messages. He's not fully to blame for what happens. But if there's a united front, then he'd be fully to blame. The sound of the voice of the father and mother means that to him, they stood together giving him one message. And this is the difference between a child who grows up where the father's criticizing the mother, or the father says one thing overruling the mother, and the child grows up and he's confused and he feels unstable, and unfortunately he often gets anxious because his whole stability as parents is like a huge wavy storm. So therefore, if we want our children to be more well-developed. Any disagreement we have must be behind closed doors. But in front of the child, the child has to see that Abba and Emma respect each other. And you know what else it's healthy for a child to see? Abba and Emma can joke with each other. Abba and Emma are not so taking things personal with each other. This helps the child. If we have a child that's not doing well in school, not doing well in life, Stop a minute and say, hold on a minute, how do I treat my wife? How does he see me treat my wife? Rabbi Sol Reisman tells a beautiful story. He once invited a couple for Shabbos. And the lady said, you know, one night, I was lying in bed, and I say to my husband, and they're both sitting at the table, you know, I need to tell you something very important. And he says, wait a minute, just a minute and I'll listen to you. And then a little bit later, she hears him snoring. And she tells over the story at the table, and he's there, and they're both laughing. This is a very important story, because you know why? I know couples that if the one would say that about the other, there would be such a resentment and such a fireback. Well, do you know what you do, etc.? No, they could laugh about it. When you don't take yourself as seriously, particularly to your, to your spouse, that also just creates a much healthier atmosphere. You know, one of the things that I try and do with my students is I, so to speak, rip myself off. I make, I make light of myself because I want them to see that. I want them to see that you can also look at yourself and not get on the defensive. For example, I've been bored probably for about, I don't know, must be about 15, 16 years. And I often make a joke about it. And the kids, the kids find it funny. They laugh. I laugh. I say, that's okay. My handwriting is not the best. I make a joke about it. A boy comes to me and says to me, and I cannot draw. I said, listen to me. My drawings at best are stickmen. You can certainly do more than that. You know, I struggle to wake up in the morning. I need to get up for my early morning davening. For the first minion in the shul, which is either five past or quarter past six, it's hard for me. It's really hard for me. 
And I joke about it to people. I joke, I say, you know, it's difficult. You could probably smash a vase next to my head and you won't wake me up. Because when a person doesn't take himself as seriously, then he shows much more healthiness in terms of how he views himself. And he's not always on the defensive. And particularly with one's spouse, often words are said that are not meant to be biting and critical, but you take it that way because you have sensitivities. So if we want healthy children, we've got to have a healthy marriage. I remember when I was once at a good friend of mine's wedding, I was engaged. And as a young bocha, I went running around to the various rabbonia saying, no, give me advice on marriage. And one rov, I don't even remember what his name was. He looked at me and he said three words. Just be nice. And this is a secret, a beautiful secret. When you can just be nice to your spouse, just be nice to your wife. Speak to her in a way in which you show that you care how she takes it. There's a tremendous difference in the whole Ibira hardness of the home. You know, there's a colleague I work with. And I remember one time, he was in a tumult, he was running around, and then he called his wife, and the whole tone changed to such a caring and sweet way. Please God, Hashem should help us that we should have a little bit of that. Have a great day.